Chevy Equinox with forward collision alert, automatic emergency braking, and available all-wheel drive. It's my ultimate mobile device. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule a test drive. Chevy Equinox. It's your choice. Own it. So this is a guy who lives high on the hog and he has this Tammany Hall style attitude to power. And um, it is, it's the Chicago way. Absolutely. The, the, the Chicago way is a deep cultural phenomenon. It's the Chicago way. The Chicago way. That's the focus. In a tower by the river, there lived a man. There was a man who took a stand with pen and paper in his hand. Defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso in a tower by the river. Castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. Well, you know, Jeff Carlin... And John Cass are back for the Chicago Way podcast, and it's uh, such a good feeling to be back here in the middle of the summer, like we're returning from our summer vacation, and we'll explain all that. Yeah, John, good to talk to you. I know we've been kind of sporadic the last few weeks in posting podcasts and whatnot. Let's explain why. Yeah. I mean, as people know, um, you know, for to listen, Christine, my wife, uh, had back surgery about a week ago. And she's got, unfortunately, suffers from a, you know, again, her medical history, but a, a you know, condition where her, her spine deteriorates pretty rapidly over time. And it's a type of arthritis. And so every, you know, few years, a surgeon has to go in and kind of clean out the debris um, to keep it from pressing on her, you know, her spinal column and her, her nerves and keep her from just being miserable. Cause that's, you know, I, everybody knows you pull your back and, Right. Yeah, it makes everything tough. It makes everything miserable. You don't want to be and do anything. So you know, she's she had the surgery and she's it was a success. Uh, the surgeon found more pieces of of her back in there than he thought he would. So it took a little longer than than they they wanted, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't a bad thing. It was a success. He was able to go in there. Doctor Bergen, great doctor. We recommend him. Um, uh, ding. <laughs> ding. Yeah, but yeah, so she's and everybody's been so kind in reaching out and and making sure she's you know doing okay and she is she's doing very well. You know, she's sore and can't get around too great. We did go for a walk the other day around the neighborhood. You know, I heard about that. I heard about that walk, and it was uh, your way of trying to uh, be kind because you had already told her inadvertently that you expect her to wash the floor. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> right i mean she's got to get her chores done i don't right. care what happened right. exactly. <laughs> no well, not i think it was today. i think it was when you reminded everyone that or reminded her that uh women have been you know giving birth out in the fields and working <laughs> 18 hour days <laughs> yes right forever. historically speaking yeah. suck it up right. buttercup right no 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 definitely not that but yeah so she's good she's i mean you know it's good it can be she's she's on the mend um you know, hopefully she can be back to sleeping on her side and all that stuff uh, in a few days. Well, the the people that really suffer, you know, the people say, oh, what about the, the spouse? Because the spouse really suffers. But I'll tell you this. The, re- the person who's really suffering is Christine. 
Okay. Right. She's the one with the pain. But then Jeff has, picks up the, I don't know, what is it? The sympathetic pain? I guess. Side? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, you also feel bad, and uh, I feel sorry for you, buddy. So I'm glad you're. Yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better. I know we are. And it's, <laughs> that's funny. You know, I, I, People will stop and ask, well, how are you doing? And I'm I'm usually yeah, taken yeah. aback by that. I'm like, I, I, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm okay. I don't have a back problem. I'm good. You know, it's it's all good. So that's why where we are, where we are. And But we're, uh, John and I are, are trying to get things back on track here, trying to get a couple more podcasts out the door. Maybe uh, we've been toying with uh, maybe doing a Facebook Live on Fridays. John and I were talking about that. Maybe we could do something there. If people are interested. They hate to be on Facebook. What's worse than Facebook Live? And then you're sitting there by yourself, John. We couldn't do that. How that would be depressing to the point where I, you know, I mean, come and go to Facebook, look at the weird John Cass who's lost weight. (laughs) You know, maybe something like that. Like exactly. He looks like a weirdo. He looks like he's half dead already. Didn't even think of that. We could run it like a sideshow. Ah, John, there's our hook. Just kidding. You look great, John. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny because you say that because I was looking through, you know, as we try and I taped this, uh, the news broke of Rocky Wirtz uh, passing away. And I was, I have a little like a text thread with, you know, some old producer friends and, and like guys like Rokon and Richard Roper and, you know, our, some sports guys and whatnot. And I, I was wanted to send them a text, a photo of, of Rocky and John and I, because we had this great conversation with him back in 2019 after his, his book came out, which if you haven't read Rocky's book, The Breakaway, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's a great, you know, it, it, you probably have to be a, a Chicago sports fan to really solidly appreciate it. But there's a lot of cool stuff about there, his family and, you know, running a family business that also happens to be his massive powerhouse and you know the the rife the strife that comes with that and the rifts that, that there's a backstory yeah there's a backstory on all that which is we're at lunch yes and uh and he says uh john how how, how long have we been having lunch once a, every month for about what how many years and i go i don't know a few years and he said and in all that time you know he didn't speak like a like a dean from <laughs> right. arts college but he said in all this time, you've never asked me about my hockey club. Why is that? And I think I look at Jeff, or I think I looked at the ground or something, or at my shoes. I said, I don't know. And he said, I've got the clip right here. Take a listen. So uh, years ago, before we get into the whole thing, years ago, we were having lunch once. And you said, I'd mentioned this on the podcast. And you said, you know, we've had, been having lunch now what, once every six months or so for a couple of years. And you never asked me about my hockey club. Yes. And you said, is it Bobby Holt and my dad? And I was like, yeah. And I'm wondering, why did you? That got me. For, for a generation of hockey fans, the, the loss of Bobby Hall, the, Bobby Hall leaving, really cut our hearts open, didn't it? It did. And I probably mean, years, too, as a well, kid. Well, people didn't realize how uh, big Bobby Hall was at the time. He was as big as Michael Jordan was, uh, at least in Chicago. Right. Yeah. Golden Jet. Golden Jet. Number nine on the left yes. wing. So he's a so, nice man. You know, he's a good man. He loved the, he loved his Hawks and... Uh, and uh, I'm glad he. I'm glad he got to pick the uh, best hockey player in the draft this year. You know, before yeah, going. 
you got to believe he's he's was happy with the position the the team was in and the direction it was in and um you know it's uh that that clip was that interview was fun it was hard to hear because we were in in his boardroom which his office actually at the not his office that everybody knows that the the secret office not yeah yeah, not the secret office in the uh sonia henning club at which is another story for another day but uh the the office was amazing and there was this beautiful model of his book of his boat the blackhawk yeah like this cool i mean we're talking like five feet long but it was such a beautiful moment because when we walked through that space the hallway leading to his office is just littered with photos from you know his dad with with bobby hall him with with taze and kane i mean it's all these really cool mementos and and as you kind of alluded to rocky doesn't say anything bad about anybody he, no. he never he never would you know in that in that setup you were kind of wanted to get him to break bad on the whole idea of that situation and, and why that sending away bobby hall kind of you know cut the wind out of him, a lot of fan sales and then his father kind of went crazy <laughs> i wanted him to i wanted him to agree with me that right. you know, we hated your dad and all that right and he and he, he would up for never death. do yeah. that. He right. would never do that. Yeah. And so, you know, there was some stuff in, in recent years that have, have looked bad on the Hawks and their handling of some stuff back, uh, you know, within that championship year in 2010. And you can see it in Rocky that knowing that he let people down and knowing that that there was this, you know, this thing that they they screwed up. I mean, they they didn't handle it the, the way they should. Their own reports so they didn't handle it well. The Kyle Beach stuff I'm talking about. And it's it, clearly hurt him personally and because he he's a good per he was a good person he was a good guy guys had a person who never say anything bad about anybody and even when he was talking about his own family you know and they had there's there's lots of of problems between the the siblings and not getting along all much the other day he said you know it's business and unfortunately you know I, i can't help the way they feel and i can only be me and that was kind of one of those things that i always stuck out and and stuck with me because i'd love to be like rocky words i'd love to be that gentle giant who likes to bring greatness and and beauty to the world and and i just we're gonna miss him i mean the city is not going to be the same without his leadership and and he's you know at 70 well i think 70 is too young yeah especially since i'm 67 so I'm like 70s, he's a young man it's not it's like the new 50 you know even though Mm -hmm. Years ago, I would think it would be decrepit and old. But um, I just felt sorry for him that all that was happening and mm-hmm. that people were taking advantage and shots. People were taking shots, particularly sports writers. Right. Uh, the kind of digs and, and jabs that uh, they don't have the guts to actually say it to his face, and so they right. do it sideways. And Yeah. And it was unfair. It was unfair because... Some good- he had some good consultants around him, good yeah. people. I know Christian McQuarrie was with him, and uh, mm-hmm. Guy Chipperoni was with him. And yeah, people like that who supported him. Thinking about and, Guy, uh, yeah, that's yeah. It was unfair too for people and, and reporters, and you know that's what people will do. They have opinions and they put them out there. Look at what we're doing. But he, it was unfair to say to to blame stuff like that because if you knew if you knew Rocky and you knew the way he ran things. Like he didn't want to be hands on on anything, you know. He he wanted to find the right people, and if he didn't like what was happening, he'd change it. You know, he wasn't the type of guy who was like, "What's happening? What's happening?" You know, every day. 
There's too right. many things going on. And he was, you know, he used to say about the Hawks all the time. People would ask him, you know, we'd have him on the radio station all the time. And he would ask him, you want to ask him, well, what about the this player? What about the, that player? This thing. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, I know I hired guys who I know are good and do and who can do the job and they're doing the job. You know, I, sorry, <laughs> I can't I can't get into it. And so people were ripping him for any of the stuff that the team was doing and the, the coaching. And the, it's just unfair. So they also ripped him because they didn't like what some of his executives were doing. Like they mm-hmm. didn't give. OK, they didn't give the executives the the jur- journalists did not get access to certain right. players or certain things. Yeah. So they had started. They attacked Rocky because they knew he wouldn't fight back. Right. And uh, but they wouldn't dare attack the uh, executives directly because then they'd be cut out. But, cut yeah. out. And what they really don't like is well, you're going to see it again. The, the opening of the Bears camp and mm-hmm. uh, the Bears camp opens up, and the same thing. That's why I hated sports. It was interesting to read about occasionally, but. When I know. You cover sports. When you cover sports, you have to pay attention to the general manager. That person can give you access or shut you down in terms of access to players. And the rest of it's nonsense. The rest mm-hmm. of it is nonsense. So enjoy yourselves. Enjoy yourselves covering jock strips. <laughs> I like to think about it like I was compared to like ballet, right? Like you wouldn't have a team of reporters covering ballet. It's entertainment, and it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't really impact anybody other than they say, hey, that was really nice. I'm glad I experienced that. It's great, but yeah, you're right. I it, think you better rephrase your commentary because uh, there's a woman that I love and respect, and her name's Betty Cass. And if you attack ballet again, Oh, no, by no she'll, means. She'll hear it. And I'm uh, elevating ballet to the level okay. of sports. Let's <laughs> say that that we should do them both the same. I mean, we spend all this money on, on time and energy on following guys who throw balls around. We, I've seen lots of ballet dancers who are put in the hours and and could do way more intense things for a much longer time than a lot of professional athletes who get millions of dollars. Who's tougher, Sing, Singletary or Barishnikov? Let's, <laughs> let's let's get that done. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll put that schedule that debate for right, next week. Right. Uh, well, speaking of bears and people uh, doing what they want, but I mean the same thing is the kiss ass of right. the general. You always see the general. If the coach is in trouble, if the team sucks, what they do is they start beating the hell out of the coach because the coach is on, you know, but not the general manager. Right. You'll notice that the general manager is not going to be attacked because he has to be protected. The queen bee. <laughs> provides the nur- nourishment, you know, the nutrients, yeah. the royal jelly, and uh, the reporters' workers need need that. Well, and you see, you've seen you've seen it, it converting too into things like barstool sports and all these, you know, third par- or fringe, quote unquote, non mainstream media sports covering websites and Twitter feeds, whatever they are. And they blew up in recent years for that very reason that they didn't care that they would just say, "Well, hey, we're not going to talk. The GM's not going to talk to us. The players aren't going to talk to us. We'll talk to ourselves, and we'll we'll create our own narrative about what we think is happening as quote unquote fans." There was a fellow named a good sports writer named Ron Borges from in Boston. He was out east. Good boxing writer, good uh, columnist. I liked him. I recommended him for a job at the Chicago Tribune. Um, Anyway, so he was uh, covering the the, the Boston uh, P- 
Patriots or mm-hmm. one of the or New England, yeah, New England, and uh, they had a cocaine problem, and he wrote about it right before the Super Bowl. They were playing the Bears, and uh, the the Patriots shut him off. Wow. So the Patriots wouldn't talk to him. No player would talk to him. No coach would talk to him. This is the guy covering the team. Uh, this is the mm-hmm. um, the beat writer, and uh, they shut him off. And you know what the the Boston paper did? They supported him. Right? They're like, yeah. you're not going to tell us who to, how we cover. You know, there's not going to be like, oh, we're not going to let the Democrats tell us how to cover Hunter <laughs> sure. Biden. You know, right? But. Uh, but they it's universal, him. yeah, yeah, and it's. <laughs> I mean, that's something people should know about sports. It's right. really for all that the fun of it. There's nothing fun about working it. Nothing. Uh, yeah, Sad. I mean, I mean, I, you certainly the pageantry, and I, I know I'm poo pooing sports, and I know I, I, I've. Oh, so we much, like. I mean, come on, yeah. Bobby Hull going down the left wing. Everyone's screaming at the hey, stadium. Come exactly, on. like twenty you know percent of everything feeling? I own has a Blackhawks logo. On yeah, it. so I mean, it's not. It's a good I'm feeling, next, man. Right. Right. I'm just, it's just the reality of it. People get so caught up, in it. and the money, and it's all that we talked about. That. And it's everything now. It's spread, and not spread from it, but like you were saying, you know, the, you've got the this the same kind of concept happens in politics and it's like well wait a minute but that's really important so we shouldn't be doing i can understand that you know teams are private groups and they don't want to give access and they're protecting their ip and whatever and their image and all that branding but politicians don't get that they should not get that it shouldn't be close to being like well he's a democrat so he didn't mean that you know that no well he's not he's not anti-semitic he's a democrat exactly he doesn't really hate hitler israel he kind of hates israel exactly right well steve Steve huntley turned that around this weekend yeah exactly yeah at john cast news pat tip to steve huntley absolutely you know what the best i have to say uh one of the things that keeps that keeps me going is dealing with people like Steve who uh mm-hmm. pros pros you know yeah pros who love <laughs> their work and love to love to do it and you know like okay he's not writing every day you know like he used to but he's writing when he feels like it and uh uh John Cass News is a place where you can come and you know what I'm thinking that maybe I should convene the board of directors sure and maybe expand the the advertising footprint of John Cass News to yeah. allow uh, to allow get it to get to different eyeballs and ear holes. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely, and, and ear holes. You know, in the and ear holes, right? In the yeah. podcast and get it going. Yeah, uh, a little bit more because uh, I feel strong now. Yeah, I feel, I feel real strong. This is right when I get the heart, a big heart attack, and die. But oh, I, I'm feeling really good, and uh, you know, let's get going. Let's get let's get up and when say in the words of Sherlock Holmes to his good friend, the ginger bearded Doctor Watson. Watson, the game <laughs> is afoot. There you, you go. Know, let's go chase it down. Yes, exactly. Or as. Uh... What Fredo, Fredo, what do we call Chris Fredo? Fredo. I'm smart. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. would say Chris Cuomo would say, let's get after it. You know, geez. let's uh, get after it. And how about doing, I, that's what I'm thinking about doing some advertising. I don't know what to do, 
but you suggested doing the um the Facebook live thing. Maybe would people like that? They gotta tell yeah. me. Yeah. All right, so, I'm gonna put a post on Facebook and let me know what you think. Yeah, yeah or maybe a Twitter poll too. I'll I'll throw it out and tag you in a chat and you can share it. Thanks, um, but that's the thing, you know, so people want to do it. We want to see us on Facebook. We'd love to ha- do maybe a Facebook live on Fridays, John and I and video, which is not the draw. You think it is. Uh, we'd have some fun, you know, talk about whatever's going on um, and pick people's brains and see if we're also looking for ideas. If there's someone you think is really interesting um, and you'd like to know more about them or hear about, hear from them or hear us talk to them, send us a note. We'd love to look into pick up anything really. And you know us, it could be anything. It could be, Peaches downstate. It could be politicians, sports people, whatever. You know, we're looking and at and not just some dead mobster either. No, no, exactly. Even John's hairdresser. You know, we're looking to get. To, oh, my my barber Raphael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, I can't have a hairdresser. John Cassidy can't have a hairdresser. <laughs> I have to have a barber with a pole, a sure. barber pole, manly. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? Okay, let's 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 get down to it because there's one story I wanted to talk yeah. about today with you, and that is um, when I years ago, when I was a younger man and I could do this, I would go up to Canada on fly-ins in a fly plane, you know, like a mm-hmm. tiny little plane, and they'd land on a lake 200 miles from civilization or 300. And if you think one mile without a road is difficult to pass, think about 300 miles. How how far is that? Yeah. No roads. But you know what's up there? Bears and wolves. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, okay, so we had a bear problem. And then I hear that Jeff Carlin. <laughs> well, tell yeah, us about, you tell us about how you, you uh, decided yeah. where to go. <laughs> so the backstory, obviously, the cocaine bear is popular this year, and there's a uh, John somebody this film backcountry, which looks oh, like, man. Like, terrifying. But we Draws were jo- on land, yeah, exactly. We were jo- we were joking, Christine and I, about bears when we, last summer when we decided we were going to go camping. But then I did some research, and there were we would do UP Minnesota area, so obviously not as far removed and remote as you know the middle of Canada, but there are clusters in parts of the up there's an island in the up where like it's a bear island so you don't go there and during the summer and then in the fall the bears will leave the island and come to the mainland in the up and like you bear attacks go through the roof but then minnesota side apparently there's a lot of natural bears because it's you know naturally occurring bears that just happen all the time it's their territory uh because you're close to canada so it's what we had to look up you know i had to research these different areas because there's no way i'm I'm standing ground against a bear with my wife in tow. I mean, hold on, hold on. So are you, did you, are you, don't confuse people. Did you say you were going to, that you researched bear attacks to determine where to go? Yeah. Where not to go. (laughs) Or where not to go. Right. We weren't, we weren't looking for bear attacks, John. That's, um, but yeah, because it's just us on a camp. We were tense, you know, we're not, we're, we're, I'm armed and protected as I need to be, but, yeah, not against a bear. Did you see Outback the movie? Because uh, we've we've had another couple bear attacks just recently. There's one in Maine, yeah, where a or a man uh, chased his dog into the bush. Mm-hmm. The dog went after the bear, and the 
the man uh, was credited for not being up too upset at the bear, according to the media. This is how the media has changed. Okay? <laughs> this is so bam the bambiization of media. Like it's now, you mm. know, oh, he didn't he didn't hurt the bear. He didn't hurt the bear's feelings. And then the other day, there was another bear attack. This time, a woman was walking on a hiking uh, hike, and they they found her body. And her body had been eaten, and in the mud with these huge bear tracks. And the headline, what was the headline, Jeff? Something like, Woman likely mauled by bear. Yeah, apparently apparently attacked. Apparently attacked. Really? Because you don't want to offend the bears, right? Well, yeah, you don't want to. You don't have to have then do a retraction when the bears get together and say, it wasn't us, it was a a, a tiger. No, wait, it was a wolf. It was a. What yeah. jerks! I can just imagine them all like you know mincing fools that they are, and they, well, they yeah. And that's you know we've talked about this. The kind of the the idea of why papers are where they are is certainly related to mismanagement and leadership of following the wrong trend lines or thinking they knew better than people. But part of it's fear, and I think some of the fear is is, is evident in that the idea that you don't well I don't want to offend that group or I don't. I can't. I can't tell the tell what, our, what we're seeing because about we don't, this? We don't you carry know a shotgun, <laughs> and when you go into the woods alone, you right. carry a shotgun loaded with rifle slugs. Right. And if you see a bear, you shoot it. You don't shoot it when it's if it's like within hundred feet, fifty feet of you, you shoot it or shoot at it. Well, that's the and then and you know the National Park Let's Service say says says a hundred yards. Like you shouldn't get within a hundred yards of a bear. You know that that it's dangerous because a bear can cover thirty yards in two in seconds. A, in a flash. <laughs> you know they can they can move very fast. So you're absolutely right, and that's the thing is yeah, I, I feel bad because you see these, how many deaths could be avoided if people just didn't weren't fooled into thinking. Well, I can go do whatever I want. It's fine. There's, how much know. constipation could be solved? <laughs> you know, imagine uh, just think of constipation in an outhouse in. Like late July, in the middle of the Canadian bush, with a bunch of mosquitoes, bloodthirsty mosquitoes hovering. That's what the real reality is. Right. And uh, and you can't because of nerves. You're scared of being killed, and you can't. It's hard to go, right? <laughs> I mean, it's true. So you're out there, and you're thinking anytime, anytime you're thinking that the bear's going to knock over the outhouse and tear you up, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or your brother says, John, John, don't come up here, John. And then you, like, you're freaked out because, oh, my God, my little brothers are at st- You know, my brother Pete goes out of the cabin to, uh, you know, sure. examine the facilities there. And uh, what does he do? He runs smack dab into a bear. And the thing was alone, and they were alone. And the bear was on all fours staring at him. And Peter looked, he said, I remember looking at his little piggy eyes and thinking, he was, he's thinking about eating me. <laughs> and that's when he ran away. He ran as fast as he could. The old halfback from the Southwest Suburban <laughs> Conference, Richards High School, running down the hill. And, uh, you know, the bear could have caught him in the sun. Oh, sure. But daylight? Was this the middle of the this, this evening? Daylight. Yeah, daylight. daylight. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. man. Jeez. 
but he made it to the edge and then uh and, and why did he jump in the water i don't know but uh he didn't want to get wet i guess <laughs> but see well, the thing is it's complicated okay the main thing is you have to drink plenty of fluids drink bring prunes uh, with you and plums <laughs> on the way to fish uh camping and then get ready to be eaten by a bear because some some liberal park ranger doesn't want you to bring a gun that's i'd be all. surprised if if actual park rangers were, were liberal in their stancing it's I, I that was my dream as a kid i wanted yeah, mine too i wanted to, i i got admitted mid to the program the park ranger program at colorado state when i was a kid when i was in high school why did you go it was in Colorado. It was expensive. Instead of going, hanging around these pot smoking like <laughs> reporters and beatniks. Right. Yeah. Oh, no, I really wanted to. My girlfriend at the time made me a sweatshirt. It said like Colorado State and had, you know, oh had the God. Rams on it. Yeah. It's just, it was so expensive. And I've got, you know, the crazy part is, John, it what? was a, it was like a third of the cost of college now. Like, you know, it was nothing. Wait a second. Was it really that, uh, that expensive? Well, it would have been because it was out of state. And what's the return, right? Like well, $12,000 $12, salary? No, it wasn't It wasn't a return. My parents just didn't want me to be so far away, and they, there was, they couldn't have had afforded it at the time. Um, but it would have been like it would have been like $30,000, you know, a year, could, of, which isn't terrible, but for, for out, of, out of state, though. So, you know. I would have taken you to school. I would, I would have taken you. I could have taught school for you, like a special class on creatures in Chicago, like yeah, urban creatures. There you go. Oh, that's what you got to do, John. We got to do like a. How you doing? Like, uh, like great. I don't. I don't. I don't. Don't act. Don't ask no questions. Yeah, really. Right. That's me. The Chicago Field Guide. That's what we need. Oh, with pitchforks up and pitchforks down and so <laughs> forth. Sir. Right. Well, we have the. Uh, we have the. Uh, uh, Democrat, another stupid idea. The Democratic National Convention is right. coming, right? And so I hear that there's no, they're not going to, there's a big labor agreement. So the big unions will not strike. We promise we won't ruin the National Convention for our savior, for our benefactors, Democrats, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's so, it's so weird how. <laughs> labor all of a sudden everything's kumbaya hmm. how's that work yeah that's going to be a disaster i can't i mean i probably won't it'll probably be fine it's going to be at united center it's stupid to have or uh, rocky works his place so you know it's uh i'm just for him. when I, we had the democratic convention in 1996 it's yeah. the last thing i wanted because as a reporter you're responsible for your town right mm-hmm. what happens there's no shutting down there's no time off. There's no like day like let's go for lunch or dinner here and there. Yeah. There's none of that because you're scrambling. Mm-hmm. Have fun scrambling, children. Yeah. Because uh with less with less people and uh it means less because you know, the papers mean lo- nothing. Yeah. So it'll be it. it'll be really interesting to see it. Uh, just to see what what happens. I mean, we'll see. Well, we got a little ways until then. Yeah, we've got twelve months, something like that. All right, so we still have time to to watch uh, John and Jeff on Friday mornings, I guess, and answer questions about that. Yeah, 
And we what can are, we, what we else? get to revisit our, our our time we spent at the convention in uh, 2016 oh, with Kristen, with Kristen, yeah, and the singing. It was fun. We'll, we'll I'll dig up some Kristen of that. Kristen has a voice, you know. She does, and piano. she can play the piano. She's very talented. Plays the piano. Yeah, she's not just a good writer and a, and a good mind, and a good mom and a good person. Yeah, that too. Well, John, I think it's about that time we should probably get going here because I gotta get back to doing, you know, taking care of the misses. She should be getting up just about now. You should be doing that, and I and I gotta start plowing the back forty because <laughs> I got a, I've got another column or two to do this week. So uh, for John Cast News, so. And I don't even have time to go out and get myself some sausage, but I do have to do that too, Jeff, sooner or later. Yes, so, absolutely. Because there's nothing like a heart patient eating great <laughs> sausage. Exactly. I'm just telling you. No, hey. All right, buddy. For Jeff Carlin, executive producer, WGN Radio. And for me, John Cass, bottle washer in chief of johncastnews.com. And for you, our listeners, thanks for listening. I mean, we appreciate it. We don't, I don't think we talked to them enough, John. So let's change that. You know what? We don't have enough interaction, interactive. Yeah. yeah. And a few of them I don't want to even <laughs> hear from, but a lot of you I do. Yeah. So we'll talk to you again soon on another edition of the Chicago Way podcast on WGN+.